You're listening to The Comedy Cellar, live from the table, on the Riotcast Network, riotcast.com. Good evening, everybody. Welcome to The Comedy Cellar Show here on Sirius XM Channel 99. Hmm. We're at the back table of The Comedy Cellar. My name is Noam Dwarman. I'm the owner and, and the GOAT. And newly, <laughs> newly famous uh, uh, of the Comedy Cellar. I'm here with Dan Natterman, uh, as always, and comedian Veronica Mosley, Hello. and uh, Sean Donnelly, who was the host of the evening that um, that Louis went on. And we have a special guest, a, a real big shot. Barry Weiss is an American <laughs> journalist. In, in 2017, she joined the New York Times as a staff editor in its opinion section. Welcome. Thank you. And I want to tell you, like I, have, I just met you, and... You're so warm and nice, and that's not the way most like highfalutin intellectuals. I'm not come. highfalutin. I write pop songs. They're just called op-eds. I'm I'm not highfalutin at all. I'm middle brow at best. Well, um, what a show we have today. Go ahead, Daniel. Well, I'm just saying we're all so excited to, because this this is where the action is in podcasting, folks. I don't know what these other podcasts are talking about, but no way it's going to be as good as this this podcast here today. <laughs> We're, That's we're gonna, always of course, good. Overhype it. We're a of course lot. Are talking, going to talk about. She's pegged you already. <laughs> okay. What everybody look, at, look every day nowadays. Yeah. There's a new scandal or a new th- or th- thing, but this week it happens to directly concern the comedy seller. The scandal of the week happens to directly concern the comedy seller because Louis C.K. came here on Sunday night and performed, and of course, and we didn't stop him. And and the social uh, media has been talking about it non-stop. So. And let's just talk about exactly, precisely what happened. Louis came here on Sunday. Noam was at home sleeping like a baby. Sean, you were the MC that night. Yeah. So exactly how did that transpire, that Louis came to you, I guess? And No, I came off the stage from bringing uh, Derek Gaines up, and I got out, and Louis was in the hallway. I said, are you going up? And he said, yeah, I think so. And uh, I asked him, do you want to light at any time? And he said, no. And I said, okay, cool. I'll stick around. Uh, and then he went up, and I brought him up. What, what, as an MC here, because I don't MC here, I, I used to, but I haven't in a while. What is the standing order with regard to? Um, sir, is there an explicit list of guests that are allowed to just come on and perform? No, or, it's just a known list of guys that are big names that but, if they want to go up, they go up. Can, can I ask like, a question? Yeah. Did it occur to you that maybe uh, this this particular time you might like? run it by somebody or that there might be something some decision here or you just knew that we would well, well, who, was, who was managing um, Val was managing I, met, I went up and I told Val I go Louis here and, 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 and Val went down and, and he was like yeah I'm going to go up and then uh, yeah Val's the manager I made sure to mention it, mention it to Val but I just thought that I wasn't told don't put this person up. No, so no, we wouldn't yeah. put him on us. I'm just right. I'm curious if you were if you were aware of what a momentous thing no. this was. Like, um, no, I don't think I was. I did not think of it in those terms. You didn't I realize thought, it was going to be a worldwide story. No, I didn't. Uh, I knew. I, knew. Really? I, I didn't. No, I didn't. Please direct uh, because, all you know hate mail because to Val. They're comedians, Barry. They're not. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, you, okay, but to be fair, yeah. you knew that he hadn't performed since the whole scandal, right? Yes. Um, That's you, not he true, He performed right? earlier that I night. Mean, no, and, 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 uh, yes. And, uh, I didn't know. I didn't know that till he got here. No, yeah, I didn't we, know we that We should mention he had performed prior that evening at Governor's Comedy Club, and the silence is cacophonous with regard to his performance there. Now, can I... Can I? I think that the um, the details of what happened, everything, are, are very well rehearsed and available to Why anybody. Why is Keith making a smirk at anybody, is this what you talk about? Not talk, <laughs> anybody. Anybody who's uh, aware of the story is kind of aware of these of these details. 
But let's get no, into. But I think I, I'm sorry. I just I do think it's telling though that you weren't aware that it was going to be no, a you story. Don't, I, I I didn't think of it at the time. I, I'm like the guy's such a fixture here, and like you know he, he done a lot for the place, and it's such a big deal. And I still think of him as a big name comedian. So he the, the, is. Yeah, He's the yeah, right. Exactly. So there was a no brainer in my in my in my head to like that he was going to go up. I'm like he's I, he's he's synonymous with this place. He's here all the time. Like so did I know because you know why? Because it was a 15 minute set. He was he was going up. To like, it wasn't a big deal. It's a set at a comedy club. I just didn't. It didn't occur to me till, you know, later on. I guess that that he would have. I just, I didn't. You know, I figured the people would be excited about. Like, I, people got so excited about it. I was like, oh, okay, this is great. Well, how did you? Can I ask? Can I just? Sure, what you, was the atmosphere in the room? Like, because the reporting is that they, he got a standing ovation he before he no, even no, it started. Didn't, it didn't say standing. It, it, it got picked up a standing ovation. Yeah. If you read it, just said a, 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 an ovation. Okay. He didn't get a standing ovation. Never reported. And also, yeah. somebody said that he got booed. He did not get booed. How did you intro him precisely? I said, uh, "This is kind of exciting. You guys, you know exactly who he is. No need for an introduction, Louis C.K." Right. That's what you do every time. Anytime a celebrity comes on here, it's, yeah. just, it's never. A, I just want to mention that a couple articles. One in Vulture, a very reputable source. Um, they said that it was a sneaky. The sneaky way that he went on, and he was thrust on the stage. They felt the audience; he was thrust upon the audience. No, like, he okay. was not. And it's just kind of like that's. But well, that's what I'm saying is that's what we do here, though. You never put. A, he's not going to be listed on the lineup. You'll have a billion Everyone's people out in the street. Upon the audience, correct? Okay. So it's just the, you know, this I, kind I of wording. I'm, I'll tell you guys, I'm worried about eating up precious time and and not having enough time to talk about really the controversy of it and the and the the philosophical well, no, problem. No, okay. no. okay. Well, if we have yeah. to go long, we'll go long. It's just too important to oh. skimp on detail. <laughs> but but I, but I will. Say this when as Sean had to do a double and, episode, and, and, we'll do it like a Hawaii Brady Bunch thing. And I think Barry uh, is probably along the same lines here, wanting to know were you surprised when he went on that he didn't open with some sort of remark of uh, that, that, that um, understood the importance of what he was doing? Yes, it occurred to me after the set was done, it occurred to me he didn't mention anything, uh, like any make any kind of thing about it. But I was just, I also, it, I'm like, the way I thought of it was like. He can say whatever he wants. He's a, a grown person. So, uh, also the other thing, it didn't occur to me as much because I was like, "This is a workout set at." It wasn't like his this main stage. I'm doing Radio City. I'm doing a special where he's going to talk about it. Like it was like a workout set in a club. He's been to a thousand times before. So, but why? I don't know why this would be the forum for him to be like, just so the, the people of Earth know, I'm right. back and I am sorry, but I, like I don't get that, that's it didn't that's why it didn't occur to me right away. But then I was he didn't mention it at all. So I was like, oh, I figured he would have a joke about it or something, or like something funny to say about it, but he didn't. And I was like, that's fine because he can do what he wants. Like, it's, no, it's, no, he's, a, he's a person. Yeah, you know? but I, I agreed. I, Noam, you, you had said that you thought that he should have, it would have made things better if he had, correct? Well, well there's, there's a whole line of thought if you take it from what was best for Louis C.K., without regard to anything else, just like crisis management was best for Louis C.K. Sure. And he seemed to. Do the exactly opposite of everything that one would probably advise him to do. But I don't even think it's crisis management for Louis C.K. I think it's that I I should say like I've been a Louis C.K. super fan for a long time, and I'm so jealous that I wasn't there the other night to see this because it's historic. But it's it's in keeping with sort of the high bar that we have for him to think that he would go on and address it right frontally. Absolutely. Like that's what, I think it's sort of just surprising given like my high expectations for his comedy. Yeah, but at the same time, he doesn't it. have the wherewithal to know to not 
jerk off in front of people. You know what I'm saying? I'm being honest. Yes. I mean, I'm just saying, here's a guy Jesus, who does things. Veronica. I'm sorry. No, I'm, come on Go now. Ahead. This is being completely honest. <laughs> I didn't why hear are about we, that. Why are we shocked? <laughs> you know what I mean? That he didn't have the wherewithal to be like, you know. Yeah, but I think for well, sure, we, as, a, one, as a veteran, I think he should have written a really solid opener. Well, about, one of, but one of the things that has been so sort of maybe heartbreaking and maybe fascinating about the whole thing with him is that his comedy has always been so self-aware, despite the fact that obviously in his real life he's was at least in these instances. I don't know him personally, com- more than tone deaf. I mean, but completely gu- inappropriate. Guys, so I would just. This I would was, just uh, so like I said, this. Sorry, but this is this was the workout phase of it. No, no, but that's a good point. No, no, but that's a good point that she, I agree. That's I agree with point. you. That's no, I think it's a good point that she makes because. Oh, the Barry makes. Uh, Why? Well, that's not yeah. a good point that I made. Hang because, on, hang on. Because let, it's it's. Uh, I, well, look, it, maybe, def- maybe maybe we've gotten away from the way I framed it, saying what's best for from Louis's point of view. That's how. So once we're thinking it from his. Head. If you were advising him, you would have to tell him, listen, this is going to be a worldwide story, and you got to think about what you're going to say. You said you're going out. Uh, you, and you're you, going to think you're about gonna, it. You're going to listen. Yep. And you're going to take time to listen. Okay. And the natural question is, okay, you've listened for nine months. What did you learn? And if he just said something, somebody else described it, he needed to come to Jesus moment. He needed to say, listen, I've been gone for and, and I've changed, and I realize that I'm going to try to... And then that would have been the headline. We're just saying I no, heard Bar- you. Barry says no. I think if you yeah, said that, it would have been awesome. Yeah, and I just think it seems, it seems, sorry, I've, I just think it seems unbelievably tone deaf and sort of thoughtless for him to get up and make jokes about, like, tipping waitresses or whatever it was. So just like, so, so, I, 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 agree with, I agree with you, Barry. I do agree with her. I think, again, we, we've known him as a guy who is extremely self-aware. That's what you're, yeah, I totally well, agree. Well, not when he made Pootie Tang. I, I, That's true. I, I, I suppose it's possible, though I doubt it, that he did a, a 15-minute Mia Culpa at no. Governor's Comedy Club. No, no, no. not a 15 minutes. You interrupted me. I said at Governor's uh, Comedy Club. Uh, Dan, take it easy. She's going to think you're crazy. He stepped on my punchline. Oh, oh you had him uh, And that's she's a comedian. It's the worst <laughs> possible sin in comedy. Anyway. I apologize. All right, so listen. So Glad to know this is a venue for you to work out your own material. <laughs> I'm not working on anything. It's just a throwaway. So it's a, it's, what, what we, I believe what we've done is we ran afoul of what is a um, nascent but forming third level of a justice system or you know there's it's not well, no can we I'm, I, I hate to just take oh a step my back God, well because Go though I think it's it's it's, it's, it's important <laughs> chrono- chronologically is we need to know what you would have done had you been here and not at home sleeping uh, if I had been here I would have uh, I think I would have uh, spoken to him and asked him like what are you going to say and if he said nothing I I would have tried with all my might to Say, Louis, I think that's a bad idea. But but if he but didn't if want to, but if he said I really want to do it, you would have let him go up. Yes, yes. Yeah. It's, 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 I, I think, think that's yeah. a correct decision. Like, let him. Meaning, it's not your responsibility, right. As the owner of the venue, you're you're here to give people an opportunity to go up and fall on their own sword or not. That's the whole game. And yeah. I I don't know what your relationship is with him, but as a friend, if I were his friend, I would have like begged him not to go up if he didn't have material on it. Mm-hmm. But I just think it's shocking. I don't know. I don't know. I just well, think it's really surprising that let, this would have been his first thing. Let me ask something. If he would have went up and said something, you don't think that whatever he said would have been attacked for not being sincere enough, Possibly or not the being, next day. or being tone deaf, or no, being no, no, no. he's making light of things? No, or, listen, you can, I don't. As a, I, I'm, I'm agree. No, I think no, no. he would be attacked. No, no, listen. As a, as a woman, all right, I would say that the, for women who are like super up in arms and crazy about the whole thing, I don't think that. I think at least saying. If if I I think I heard you would have been perfect. I heard right, okay. I heard you. I said I would listen and I heard you. Veronica, what's it? That's so, you though. That you're Sean, different. Sean. So yeah, there's some I don't, I different? don't count. I always there's, don't count though. Some, Female comics hold don't on, count. Hold on. Sometimes. There's some people you can't please. 
but you have to do the right thing. And in the end, I think when you do the right thing, history looks back very kindly. And when all the dust settles, he did the, and he, that would have been the right thing to do. And if people 100%. didn't accept it, it's, it's, listen, I'm in that same situation. I'm like, listen, I'm, I think I'm doing the right thing here, and I'm going to take the flack now. I was just expecting that the first time Louis would come out the gate, it would be like a major special about this. It should have been, it, or it should have been a controlled environment. I, I was having uh, Robert Kelly, who's another comedian, was at my house that day, Sunday, just what by coincidence. What your house? I... And we were talking about, uh, and I said, if, if Louis wants, because he speaks to Louis sometimes, I said, if Louis wants to come back, I said, tell him, I think it should be like a, an actual show, Louis show, but we'll make sure that who's in the audience, we'll, you know, we'll sell some tickets, but we'll make sure that there's nobody like there to heckle him, whatever it is. And let him, and he, and he, he'll say whatever it is, and he'll do a few shows, and it'll be a big story, and then people get used to the fact Louis already back doing shows, and then because I was worried about this this irate audience thing, always I I knew that he would get ambushed. I mean I knew that people would feel that they were ambushed. I knew that people would would start coming after him. So. But by the way, it doesn't sound like they did think that. It, from what I read, you got one complaint. That day. That day. <laughs> But, and, they, and then the, okay, the immediate that's your reaction. Audience. No, your no. audience is not Twitter. Well, okay. Since then, I've heard just. But I did. I, you know, I'm not reading anything about. It, but that somebody else might have contacted one of the things and uh, complained Vul about. Something. Vulture had an article. Yeah. In which two women that were here said they felt uncomfortable. Ill at okay. ease. Oh, I didn't see that. But, I didn't see that. But um, once the story is out, I mean, I'm getting really horrible emails from people. You know, nothing. No, nobody threatened to kill me, but but language of somebody who's kind of. What are they saying? Uh, you're a piece of dog shit. I see right through you. If I see you, I would spit in your face. You know this kind of this kind of thing. And and every single person I answer the same way. You know, I understand um, how you feel, and uh, we're 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 torn between principles here. But if you'd like to speak to me on the phone or speak to me in person, I'd be happy to do that. And nobody nobody calls. Of course well, one, not. One, it's trolls writing. No, one, one or two people actually have been. High, high brow about it. I mean, no, you know, whatever the word is, They've been nice about it. But for the most part, no, they just come back with something even nastier. Right. That's the way they are. That's what they want. Now, what I, if what if Louis comes tonight and, and says, "I want to go"? No, over. I, 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 I don't know. Listen, he's not coming tonight. Can we talk about the the well, the, no, because, the larger issue, yes. which is that? And I started to say, it seems like there's a new, like the kangaroo court of public opinion now, which actually, with all the modern technology has the ability to mete out punishment harsher even than our institutions used to have. Like, like I had a talk with a comedian today. I didn't know him, but called me from California. And I was like, well, how long do you think it should be before Louis goes on? He says, never. He should never go on. <laughs> I said, well, what about, yeah. is there no avenue of clean slate? He goes, no, you don't, you don't ever get a clean slate for this. I said, but no court would ever uh, think of punishing a taking away somebody's livelihood, let alone forever, he's like, yeah, well, that's the way I think it should be. <laughs> and he said, and, you're, and if you ever put him on, you're sending a message that you don't care about. I mean, wow. so, so this was a comedian that said this? Yeah, I don't know his I name. Just, I find it so interesting that the kind of people who argue against zero tolerance, right, and argue for, I think rightly, criminal justice reform. For example, I was, I was reminded today of, do you guys remember the Times ran a profile, like, a year ago of this woman, I think her name was Michelle Jones. She got, um, she murdered her four-year-old child and ended up in jail for 20 years and ended up sort of getting into academia from prison and is now at NYU getting her PhD. And the big outrage 
among a lot of people on the left was screw Harvard because they rejected her application. Okay, this is someone who murdered her child. (laughs) And you see those same people saying, Louis C.K., let's just give it the most harsh read, stymied the careers of several female comics, and he should never be able to show his face in public again. I don't understand how to square those two things when they are almost always expressed by the same people. I agree with you. I don't get it. A thousand percent. And that was the the dilemma. What what makes, even let's just, this, what he did, I don't think constitutes a sex crime, but let's even say it did, that it's an indecent exposure. Why are sex crimes somehow unique? They're not. They're just like, like this is getting treated as if it's like. They're the crime of the day. They're the crime of the, you know, the. Right, but but it's, it's like, it's puritanical. In other words, like if somebody who beats their wife would more likely to be forgiven. Yeah, any, for anything example. but this right now. This right. is the thing. No, I, you're, you're actually echoing things that I've, I've actually said almost. And, and in my private moments, listen, I didn't want this. I mean, I have a family. I, I, I don't need to get boycotted and things like this. And I'm and I, struggling. I think, well, well, if I didn't want to put him on, like, what am I going to say? What am I going to say that I can live with myself or that I can hold my head up and say, well, the reason I wouldn't, you know? And I couldn't come up with a principle. Right. And it, so I said, I, I can't do it. I, I got I to gotta go through it. And let me just tell you, so I, I got contacted by the New York Times, and then I got this really bad complaint from this guy, and I felt that he was going to go public with this. So Who, I, this guy in the audience? Yeah. Okay. So, so it was before I had a chance to speak to him. And I said, I better... I better talk to the Times so at least I, I can, can control the story in some Get way. in front of it. And I said, I'll, I'll speak to you on the condition that uh, you'll print my statement verbatim. And the answer I got, well, he didn't say to deal. He said, um, I don't see any problem with that. Yes. So I gave, I gave them a statement, and it was a little bit too long, and, uh, but it could have been cut down. But they, the, the woman, Melina Rizik, who I know, she cut it down. But in that statement, I had said, I don't understand when Mike Tyson is touring with his show and Bill Clinton, who certainly has done, is, you know, being, being invited to charity events and Monica Lewinsky actually disinvited, what standard anybody wants to apply here? And she would not run my statement if it mentioned Bill Clinton. She refused to write. And I said, why? She goes, well, what I, then we would take too long. We'd have to explain it. Why? I said, well, I said you could, hold know. on, hold on. I said, you could link to the story. No, I can't do that. I said, but this is... My statement, you're quoting me, it's a news story, it's not, you're not reporting it, so you have to explain Bill Clinton. She says, no, I can't, I can't put in Bill Clinton. So I was so angry, and I, so, and I, I don't understand, I mean, I feel like, and again, I know her and I like Melina Rizik, but if she agreed with me, she would have found a way to put the Bill Clinton statement in. And, and that's what's so, and, and this is the world we're living in. And, and, and I got terrible experiences with one news outlet had me on, mm. and then they ambushed me with two, you know, really anti-Louis people without warning me. Everybody was, not everybody, most of them were, were quite uh, uh, dishonorable. The Hollywood Reporter was by far the best. They let me say whatever I wanted. They edited it, but they edited it fairly. And it was afterwards when it came out and there was something that I I thought they left out. She put it back in, you know. So I want to big up to the, the Hollywood Reporter, and I, you know, anyway, maybe th- I'm, I'm rambling now. But well, I think the big question, right, is is what 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 do we want? What what do people want? I, right. I mean, that's so, what so, I would ask. So I, uh, who, wait, who, who at the table? If you're going to make the devil's advocate argument why we shouldn't have put Louis on stage, maybe maybe Barry, what would be the argument? What's the best, most fair, you know, the fair to that side? What is the reason? 
why I shouldn't have put him on because that's the reason I have to be able to answer. So I don't do it. Do you know what that would be? Yeah, um, I guess I could channel that answer. I think the argument there would be a little bit like the piece Rebecca Traster wrote, the too much too soon. Um, and then I'll tell you what I really think about it. But I think the argument would be... We've had her on the show, by the way. Interesting. She's really smart. Yeah. Um, I think that the argument would be Louis C.K., their argument would be, sorry, Louis C.K., like what he did is not only, did not only violate sort of the dignity and, I don't know, safety maybe even they would even say of the women he exposed himself to, but through his position of power and his connection to all of these people in the industry sort of worked to systemically keep voices, not just of these women, but maybe others connected to them out of the industry. And by putting him on stage, you're sort of whitewashing that, especially not even 10 months after he said he was going to go off into the wilderness for his soul searching. I mean, I think that's their argument. Well, you're, you're a female in comedy. What do you think about that argument? Uh, a, a, a woman in comedy. <laughs> I don't care. Female, woman, whatever. Just give me work. Um, <laughs> I uh, I don't know. I think it's... I, I hear the argument. Are you asking me to, to, to give you a, a different one? Or no, to, what do you think? What do you think? think? But wait, let's add to that. Are we, like, giving that its most generous I, I, I think I think, to be honest with you, what would have helped him, again, I don't... In the in the public eye, what is sincerity? No, no, right? stick, stick to the question. I am. Okay. I am. I have a point. Okay. Um, <laughs> you know what we we don't whether it's sincere or insincere. I think if 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 Louis Louis should have been on stage according to these people who complained or whatever that, that only if he had made some sort of reparations somehow whether he had offered money to the women that he supposedly destroyed careers for which I think there were like one. And Do you I, think he destroyed anybody's career? I don't. I, I know one. I don't. One can't. No. One situation. There's a. There's a possibility, and it would have to be be looked into where he, he was uh, working on a. You know, on a, a pilot, and all this stuff was happening, and and that's the one with Courtney Cox and, and David Arquette. Yeah, that that's Rebecca, the only one. Rebecca Corey. Wait, let me. I yeah. I don't know the details, so I don't want to really get too deep into it. But I'm saying, if it can be proven yeah. that by his actions, the show had to shut down, and therefore money was lost, then I think that if that can be proven, then absolutely, then he should he should say, hey, here's you no, know. But then they not shut it down, and they went ahead with it anyway. I like I, I said know, I don't know I don't know the details it. as to why it didn't come out but my yeah. point is that's the only case the other one I think the women who were Aspen I, I I still argue I'm sorry but I was at Aspen the year after everybody knew the story the women everything was tee hee hee this is so funny and can you believe what happened I and, had heard it I'm not even in comedy but that's what I'm saying everybody heard it it was just this funny thing what, what did you hear what did you hear I just I'm comedy adjacent enough that I heard that. Louis was a creep that he had hit on various people I knew and it it was fucking disappointing because I was a fan of his but and then I had heard it was that funny. in it was Aspen funny. it was all in jazz funny oh wasn't it funny he he was like crazy he like jerked off in front of these girls so and you're the, saying they weren't are you saying that you feel they weren't really upset as they're as they're claiming absolutely I I don't believe that they they they're claiming that they destroyed their lives and all this stuff and I'm saying that what got around the grapevine was that it was like a funny, crazy thing that happened, much like at, if you were at a frat house and somebody did a, a keg stand and then, like, you know, like took their top off or whatever. Well, that, like that, it, that could be, but of course, we don't really know what their. We don't, but what I'm saying is, was. in order for him to get on stage, what did. It's like if he had maybe gone and volunteered in women's organizations, had maybe listened to abuse victims or done something publicly to let people know, I'm trying to make amends for what happened. Even if he was insincere as shit, the public would have embraced him better. And that's a critical part of 
that side's argument. By the way, sure. Sean Donnelly had to leave his emceeing. It's <laughs> just Michelle Wolf. Um, the, the one she thing. She made fun of me on her show. Oh, no. I'm Barry Weiss. You made fun oh, of me on your show. Now you want to come? Come on. <laughs> come on, Michelle. No, no, no. no, no it's okay. You, okay, okay. All right. So go ahead. Um, I, I, yeah, you go. Well, the, the one thing. We, of course, we've been talking about this. We've talked about the Louis incident several times and, uh, you know, when it first broke and all that. Uh, but the one thing that, that um, one issue is, is we, is what exactly happened in that hotel room. And Noam has made the point several times that we, that we don't precisely know. And in order to really know, uh, we would have to have some sort of investigative process. Let me, let me ask it. First of all, I, I want to, it's very important for the sake of argument that we assume the worst is true because the worst could be true. Then he like blocked the door. What, and well, that hold up, but so we have to we have to have a, a, an argument that accounts for the worst being true. So I'm not you know saying it's not true, but Melina Rizik, when I spoke to her, I said the Gawker rumor was that he blocked the door, that he was on the bed and he blocked the door, and that would have been a serious crime. And uh, I asked her, did you ask the girls if he blocked the door? She says yes. I asked them. No, I'm the women, please. I asked, I asked the women if, if I, she said, she said yes. I'm sorry, I'm protecting you. No, You'll no, get thank you. For that. Th thank you. Uh, you. You cut that out, right? So I, said, I, asked, <laughs> I, I asked the woman, uh, I said, did you ask the women if he blocked the door? She says, yes, I asked them. What did they say? They said he didn't block the door. I said, why didn't you put that in the story? She said, I didn't think it was relevant. So when I heard that, I felt an agenda. I felt like, oh, she asked a question, but was only ready to run the answer if she got the answer, which suited the way she was going. So that gives me a queasy... It doesn't mean that any of it's untrue. But that's why I am with everybody I speak to. As soon as I detect something like that, that's, I add salt. That's just the way it is. And I think I'm being fair. I think I'm being fair with that. So I wonder if someone's going to come up with like sentencing guidelines for me too. Well, this is like, the problem. Honestly. Well, the, you know, the, I got to also say this too. In the business, and nobody wants to talk about this, there's a certain amount of flirtation that happens between male and female comics. It happens all the time. Okay. Brought, no, I, we got to stick to the Louis thing. I am, I yeah. am, but that's what I'm saying. I, I was, uh, I was in a hot tub with Robert Kelly in Aspen. We were just hanging out in the hot tub. Now, if we had brushed feet. I could have said... I, I, uh, I, don't, I don't like I'm the direction just, this is going in because it sounds like we're trying to mitigate what he did and that's no, not no, the point. No. I, I want to talk about it as if he did it and that it was still okay or not okay to put him on. I don't... I don't, And it's, it's, it's going in the wrong... We're going to get blamed for blaming the victim or whatever it is and it's, it's not even a conversation I want to have okay. and, I, and I actually don't even agree with it. But it's even... Even in another time, we could talk that way. I think I think it's wrong to bring that type of talk into this conversation. I think it'd be a big mistake. Okay. I, I think we got to talk about uh, what Barry said... Which is so? So, can you nutshell that argument again? What, what What's the best argument for not putting him on? I just did it. <laughs> Didn't I just do I, that five minutes well, ago? Yeah, I said, give, no, give it. An, I want. I want to respond to it. I don't remember what it was now. The, the <laughs> biggest argument, the the three sentence argument, would be, um, it's too much, too soon. He did not show that he had actually gone out into the wilderness, the proverbial wilderness, and done the soul searching that he promised his public that he would. But of course, we couldn't know that until after he went on. Okay, yeah. but but, and then, but with a good opener or a good explanation, he could have told us that. And then, indeed, someone with his level of wealth and power, not only does he need to make some kind of amends or reparations to the women that he 
hurt and maybe stymied their careers. But in fact, if he really wanted a show of good faith, he could have done something more broad, like volunteering or all of the other things that you said. I think that's that's the argument. I mean, that's certainly the argument. Produced that Rebecca an all-female lineup. That would have right. been so. I mean, the, 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 the problem I have, though, with the, the too soon thing is they're, they're really ducking the question. Like, the question is, when would it be kosher? Right, I and agree. And they aren't offering any answer at all. They're just like, we know it, it, we just know this time was too soon. Okay, so would a year and a half be okay? Like, I, I feel like there's a lot of sort of, like, virtue signaling going on to say, like, we're not. We're on the good side. Like we're on the right side. We're on the side of you know the women that he assaulted or abused or whatever language we want to use. But okay, so like, what's the next so step? When, like when? when? So, so let me. So so let me ask you this, because my attitude. You know. And by the way, I just want to reiterate. Sure. Like I think that it was very very ill-advised and tone-deaf for him to do a set without frontally addressing what he did. So so my attitude is A that I don't want to be I don't want to be judging jury because I don't know what's the matter? It's a little hard to hear. Oh Keith I, I don't want to be judging jury because of the things I said before. That there's no way for me to, to know. And then there's no way to to apply a, a, a consistent standard about when is enough, when is not enough. Nobody knows these things. But there's another part of me which is like I would never put a Nazi comic on, but not for the reasons you think. I wouldn't put him on because I know I get bashed. But the truth is, if Al Martin down the street put on like some Nazi comic and there was a show and they went to it, I would actually find that interesting. I, I don't think that I, I wouldn't feel that I'm supporting the guy. Like I would want to go see that. I would want to go learn from that. It would kind of bring into higher definition, high, uh, higher, uh, uh, higher definition, the world that I live in. And I think that. Louis, like all the stuff we're talking. But talk what's the distinction? You'd go down the street, but you wouldn't host them here. Well, be I wouldn't host them here because I would be afraid of nobody would understand. But I'm saying, me as a person, like I just want everything unfiltered. Like I think it's interesting to the Me Too people and to you guys how Louis did come back. But I think we're learning something about him and maybe the the, per the, the psychology of somebody who did these kind of things. Like I I don't think we need to be protected from everything. If a, if a dude who did something bad wants to go on stage and talk to people about it, to people who want to hear him talk about it. I don't see that as sending okay, a message in support of it or, or, or not of yeah, it. No. I, I would go listen to a terrorist speak if he's not arrested. I would, you know, when I was a kid in college, uh, Mayor Kahana came to speak at the university and he was kind of a, a racist guy, you know. Kind, and, no, no, he was a racist guy. <laughs> he was a racist guy. But it was an important thing to listen to. Like, I'm happy that I was able to and listen to him. Not because I'm, I, I liked him. What? No, I mean, now, in the interview you did with The Hollywood Reporter, yeah. and I believe in, uh, in the CBC interview, uh, the Canadian Broadcasting Company, yeah. um, you had said that you felt legitimately bad that people might have felt ambushed, that people might have been made on... Obviously, your highest priority is your audience. Yes. And by putting somebody on that may provoke uh, upset uh, yeah. without warning... Especially when it's not necessary. Um, you you did feel bad that some people might have been upset because they didn't know Louis was coming. Yeah. And that in future you might consider having some sort of warning. Yeah, that's as a businessman. Why would I want to? Why would I want to alienate and upset? I mean, I, listen. People look forward to it. They make reservations. They save up their money. They go out on a Saturday night. And if, and if this is going to upset them, and I could actually still let Louis perform without upsetting them, why would I not want well, to so, do it so, in that way? So how might you go about doing that? In the future, because I assume this is going to come up again. Likely, it will. 
I mean, we, um, we could warn customers beforehand. Listen, we know that Louis C.K. is going to oh, be appearing. My or God. we could do it. I think he needs to go on the lineup. Something like that. Or well, what about, I, I, what think about he, I think he need, you need to... I mean, I, I, I would talk to him now after this and say, listen, man, you got to do something and freaking address it. This is like... It's, it no, obviously I, doesn't well, work. Well, that's two issues. One issue is should he address it on stage. The second issue is warning the audience that he know. might show I, up. I, I don't want to go into... I, I've thought of a few different scenarios of ways to... What about you? This is interesting. No, hang on. What's that? You said you don't want to go go into this, this but this is so interesting. Like, well, how are you going to manage it? I, I, yeah, I, I, I think that um, one way could be to give out the checks so that everybody can leave as soon as they want to leave, and then say, "Hey, we have a last minute guy who wants to come up. If anybody wants to stick around, it's Louis C.K." In other words, people. The reason people felt they couldn't leave is because they they have to pay their check and all that kind of stuff. Some way to make it easy. Listen. If you don't want to come, if you don't want to stay, just go. I mean, I think, isn't that generally known in a comedy club, though? I'm, I'm, just, I'm just saying, like, ignore that it's Louis C.K. You go to any show, you could find somebody that says something that makes a joke that annoys you and makes you want to leave the Veronica, room. There's, there's no percentage in it. But that's comedy, it. though. Well, yeah, you could be right. But there's but if it's a, if there's a, a way to get around it, then I would like to get around it. Well, I mean, I, listen... I need to have happy customers. No, I know, but I think the majority of the customers are happy. I mean, I, 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 need, I need all of them to I be encourage, happy. I encourage no, people to write. No. Well, oh, oh, she took, she's, wait, go ahead. Barry you, disagrees. You are, Can, is no, Kim, okay, is, first of all, you run a comedy club. Yeah. Not everyone's going to be happy right. with every comic. No, let, let, me, let, me, let me just re re rephrase it. I need to take all reasonable, I need to be a defensive driver. I don't want to just drive blindly if I know I'm going to run into an accident and it can be avoided. You're right. I can't please all the people all the time. But if I know that this is going to upset people, then I should stop and say to myself, wait a second. Can I accomplish the same thing and upset, not upset them, or upset fewer people? Well, here's my question, though. Don't pe most people who go to comedy clubs go because they know that they're going to hear kind of uh, thinking right. outside the box? This is not about Louis' material. This is about Louis. It's not about his thinking outside the box or okay, not. Okay, but let's talk about the fact, I know it wasn't a standing ovation, but he, that he got a big round of applause, a, a very right? Warm, yeah. And so in the, the Rebecca Tracer piece I was talking about before, she, she sort of took issue with that, and it's like, you know, the reason that he's getting applause is he's just getting applause because he's just for being Louis C.K., as if something, as, as if, like, you know, that's an insidious thing. But I don't know, like, to me, the fact that he got that warm reception speaks to something that I've been thinking about a lot since the Me Too movement began, which is that there is a chasm between what people say about this movement publicly and what they sort of think privately. I think I said that in the, in the reporter interview. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I've been writing about this for yeah. since it started. But I just find that really interesting. And to me, the you know, the fact that he got such a warm response could maybe be a sign that people think that it is time well, for him to come back despite what the arbiters of, you know, the culture now Barry, tell us. Listen, Barry, I, that could be, but... Uh, and likely is. I mean, the, like, there is, is, is obviously disparity between what people tweet and what huge, people think. What we've seen. But also, the people that come to the Comedy Cellar are a pre-selected group. Right. These are comedy fans. Most people, I think, know that there's a close association between Louis and the club. That's not... Well, it's the, in like the, it's in the, show. the show. It's in the yeah. show. So, so you're getting people that are already at least ninety percent of them be, yeah. primed, to, primed right. maybe to see Louis. Primed, to, so, you know, this is right. that kind of place. But, 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 no. As far as warning them, I suggested to you. I think I texted you. What about just a banner on the website saying, "Hey, you, you never know who's going to show up." It could, you know, we we our policy is we let we don't delve generally speaking as a general matter into the private. 
affairs of our comics and... Just as a warning, Louis might stop in or whomever. Well, I think the next sort of criticism of the comedy seller, like the next wave of it's going to be, have you, Noam, done enough to promote female comics in this venue? Well, that's been a long-standing... That's definitely going to be the next thing. Well, that's already been a long-standing issue with this club in terms of... The perception, we had Guy Branham on who felt that we didn't have enough. No, no, no. It's not a long-standing issue with this club. It's a long-standing issue with stand-up comedy. Obviously. Yes, yes, not, yes, not, yes, not, right. not particular to us. Yeah, that's and, correct. And I think but when this God, is the club that people come after because it's the most no, prominent. but it's not an issue with us. But what do you but think? But it's the most prominent club, so people come after us. Yes. So. I think that Esty does a good job of being fair with trying to offer female comics. She also has to think about, you know, there's so many things to think about in a lineup. It's like you could have, if you don't want, it's like you want, there's a black guy, then there's like a gay guy, and then there's like a white guy, and then there's a girl, then there's a lesbian. It's like, well, the, it's like there's so many things to, to think about in diversity, right? In casting a lineup, and there's a lot of thought that goes into that. No, there's and not. Also, not, an, not a, we don't give that a lot of thought. We don't. What do you give thought yeah, I'm to? I'm saying who you is, offer... Who is going to do the best? You, but you offer a diverse lineup, is what I'm saying, Thank Noam. God the human race is is rich in talents, and, and if you... And if you You're uh, twisting what no, I'm saying. No, no, you don't... No, I'm not twisting what I'm saying. What I'm saying is that I, do, I offer a diverse lineup because humans being diverse in talent, if you don't discriminate against them, you wind up with diversity when it's when it's when in a proper environment. What I'm saying so is Esty's trying to please the crowd by booking a, a, ver, a varied amount of people. You're not going to have an all-women show. It's not going to be a, a lineup of eight listen, girls we, at the, com we, the Comedy we, Cellar. That's we, not going to happen. We, you, for instance, right now, for whatever reason, we have a spate, like a bevy of Indian comics. Like six or seven really funny, right? Like Indian comics. Men and women? Uh, no, all men. And... Like who would have ever thought? Like where did the, and and in, you know came here two years ago? Like how come you don't have any brown people uh, comedians? How come you have only Aziz? Well, I don't know. Those are the people we have to book from. And now here we are two years later, and we have like I don't know fifteen percent of the lineup all of a sudden is Indian. That's just the way it works out. And and I am stubborn about not starting to say okay we need a woman and a man because the show's gonna stink. And I think it's insulting. I don't want to come to you and say listen. I had to book you. You know, I needed a woman, so no, I booked you. No, no, no. And that's not what I'm saying. That's no, not what I'm but saying. I'm saying, wouldn't that be insulting? Yeah, no? I mean, I don't know. I, I, that's a, it's a, I don't know about that question. You wouldn't be insulting to know that I didn't book you because I thought you were fun, the no, funniest? No, I get booked because I'm fucking hilarious. I'm just saying that I'm, I, not, but, I'm not. But what if I, if I was just going on hilari hilarity, I would have yeah, but, uh, yeah. hired an, another Keith, another black guy. <laughs> I'm saying. And, and I said, but you know what? I can't have another. I have, I have three. I have two black guys on the line. No, I, don't I can't I don't have know one. I, I need a woman. That is insanity. Is, I know when people I, say that there aren't enough women booked here, I disagree with that. I, I was actually trying to yeah. support the theory of trying to. Well, but the thing is that the way I speak they they do have some they will use it as ammunition right because i think like when i was a kid mm -hmm. the lack of diversity people assumed well if you're not if you're not racist you're not bigoted mm -hmm. you would have diversity so if we look out and see no diversity that's kind of evidence that we need to take a magnifying glass what's going on here that you, it it morphed into diversity has to be the end doesn't matter why there's no diversity and that's where I think we really lost our way as a society. I mean, they don't, they don't do that on the NBA. There's, there's various places they don't do that. You mean like it's diversity has morphed into tokenism that's, or something? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Where, where you, like... I'm trying to understand what you're What I'm saying, saying. They, they'll look at my lineup, yeah. and they don't care. They don't say, well, you know, that's suspicious. You wanna, would you mind showing us who was available to you that week? Not, you know, I'm saying if, if they had perfect access to everything. They don't say that. They don't care who was available to me. They say like, well, if, if there were no women who called in that week, you should have found one because this is not acceptable. 
we, we start from the end and we're going to work backwards until you, you work it out. And, you know, like, like a lot of the things we're talking about, they make this up as they go along. Who's and, the they? Who are we talking about? Uh, the, 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 who is the they? The left. Okay. <laughs> you know, like, I know you don't want to talk about, you can't talk about this, but like, uh, uh, there was all these things you can't, you can't uh, talk about a person's skin color and blah, blah, blah. And then they want to hire Sarah Jung, so now they have to kind of work backwards to a different standard where well, you can't talk unless you're counter-trolling, which is kind of this exception. We never mentioned it. We always had this exception for counter-trolling. Because, and I'm like, good, hire Sarah Jung. But when it was uh, Kevin Williamson, I, I actually believe if they had transposed that, if, if the Sarah Jung thing had happened first, and now the Kevin Williamson thing, they wouldn't have been able to fire Kevin Williamson. But it's like, what world is it that a guy who's pro-life, which you're allowed to be pro-life, and writes about it, and he's a smart dude. That is unacceptable, but you can have Sarah Jung. It's a world where you're working backwards from your conclusion. This is what this is how I want it to come out, and I will find some clever way but I think to thread to, the needle. Without getting into the Sarah Jung thing, I don't yeah. know if you guys know who that is. That's my new uh, going to be a colleague of mine at the New York Times. We discussed her at length on a previous yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Glad I wasn't here for that one. No, no. I, we, 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 <laughs> no, 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 no. The yeah. one thing I will say is I think the Times... I think, and Brett Stevens wrote about this in his column, not giving in to the internet mob is a very good policy. I'm telling you that because it sounds like you're in the midst of a little bit of a shitstorm. What you feel is a shitstorm right now. And like, in the end of the day, like the people that matter are the people that are paying to have their tushes in the seats downstairs. Yeah. That's who matters. And I love like, it when you talk dirty. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I am like... Um, like, and by the way, I'm not saying that public opinion doesn't matter. I'm just saying it's... it's inter- I think that there's a little bit of a, of a phenomenon in which a few very, very loud voices are sort of hogging the mic on this issue. And I think that they are claiming to speak for you know, the broad swath of, you know, of women in this country. And I just think that it's not accurate. And, and, and when the Atlantic fires somebody like that, they're, 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 they're giving fuel. They're putting fuel on the fire. I feel like, and then I'll shut up. I know this is very corny. Not likely. That for a long time as a culture, we kind of internalize in a certain way, the lessons of the first amendment and lessons of due process in our own lives. So like, we would think about, we would actually have a presumption of, well, you know, you could say whatever you want, you know, but kind of, that's the country we live in. And we would feel that we had to be, not jump to conclusion about whether somebody was innocent or guilty or not. We kind of, like, innocent to proven guilty, even though we don't fully adopt that standard. It kind of informed us. And I think we have a bottom-up change in the culture now where we're beginning to actually rail against the lessons and rejecting the lessons of the First Amendment. So... If we don't think that people should be able to say what they want in it on Facebook or Twitter and all that stuff, if we think that the guy who owns Facebook should censor it and the guy who owns Twitter should censor it, then tell me again why we don't think the government should censor it. Like, what? We, we've lost, we're unmoored to any principle anymore. I thought sunlight was the best disinfectant. That was, and that would apply in everyday life. No, we don't, we don't really think sunlight is the best. We don't think people should be judged by the content of their character anymore. We think it's okay to look outside of the world and say, well, we're going to take immigrants, and we shall not consider what color they are or what country they're from or anything, because that would be racist. But as soon as they get here, we don't want more than 20% of Asians at Harvard. As soon as they get that's the most important. Yes. It doesn't make any sense. We're, it's, 
It's just a, so that's I'm done. I would, I would like to uh, just to and, jump and, back and, quick. And this is all to me related to the Louis C.K. thing going on. It's like intersectionality. I see an intersectionality between all of these issues. And I think you can predict how somebody feels on one of them simply by asking them how they feel about another one of them. I uh, think the real question, though, to ask the people saying it's too much too soon is, is A, to say, okay, what are the new sentencing guidelines? How long should it be? Like, don't let people duck that question. Mm-hmm. And then the other thing is, Look, like I'm someone that I believe in criminal justice reform. I believe that zero tolerance is almost always a bad policy. And so do you, people claiming, you know, people taking a super hard line on this. So explain to me how you square those two things. I think those are the main questions for that side. And they'll call you a. The C word. Right. I mean, they, they will not. They will not explain it to you. And that. And that's the dilemma. No, welcome to my life. <laughs> I mean, my husband writes. Isn't it so frustrating because you want to say, "Listen, I'll, let's talk about this." This. I've really thought this through. Well, Maybe I'm missing something. No, you're you're a monster. You're that. You're part of the problem. Well, I want to ask Barry. Do you yeah. ever feel that because? Well, I don't know exactly 100 percent your feelings on that situation. But I feel as a woman, right? Other women. You were saying earlier they they kind of expect you to be in this. You have to feel like me, or else. You're you're an asshole. You're an internalized. Really. Yeah. You've internalized misogyny. Yes. Yes. And and I feel that's unfair. And I feel like, for example, this whole situation with Louis C.K. I, I I think that there are a lot of women who say, well, I mean, I don't know. I've been in situations like that before. I had a comic take his dick out in front of me. I'll be flat out honest with you. Whoa, co- you at the buried comic strip, the fucking lead. Listen, <laughs> the comic strip, comic strip Christmas party, probably 15 years ago, maybe 17 years ago. Were you yeah, a, we were, were you high. Alone? No, we were smoking pot. A bunch of people downstairs, and a uh, bunch of people went upstairs, and it was just me and him hanging out. And then whoop, it was out, and he literally goes, "Come on, Mosey," and I was like, "You're an asshole. What are you doing?" And I just left. Like that was it was no there was no like I didn't feel uncomfortable when I saw him. I did, but that's me. That's me, and I'm allowed to feel how I feel. And 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 you're right, Noam. I should not assume what happened in the hotel room with Louie or whatever, but I don't like the idea that I can't have an opinion saying, you know, Get to me it's not that big door. of a fucking deal. Why, why, so, why this is, is this really affected your life forever? So, so, Come so, on. So I would ask the, wow. the people out there who hate me, Veronica just told a story. If she, this is 15 years ago. If you give me the name of who did that, is it now am I required, am I required to fire them now and stop using them? Is, is that, that, or is it just I, I wouldn't want to see that happen. I no, don't I think know, it's... No, a, I'm saying would they think that this is my obligation now, or is it just for public consumption? Well, I, would, I might get emails and, and texts from people saying you were assaulted, you were and you should, you should really like ne- nail this guy. You don't like, just feel forget. that you were. I don't feel I was. Right. So the whole thing is, is, is it just perception? Yeah, but you could do it to the well, next no, one. And then what you say is, believe women. If that's the slogan of this movement in part, you are, as a woman, are telling us the truth of your experience as you experienced it. If, if they really believe in believing women, they have to believe you. And right. your, your experience of it is that it wasn't assault. But obviously, like, social and cultural mores change and consciousness consciousnesses get raised. And I think we're living through an era in a good way in many ways of consciousness raising. Like, one good thing that is coming out of this among many is that the standards of what sort of sexual appropriateness is are being dramatically raised that is a very good thing like i'm glad that a lot of younger female comics are not going to have to deal hopefully with men whipping their dicks out and are never going to have to decide like do i want to make a deal of this or not like that's good that unless wouldn't they have can happened get a sitcom out of it. too <laughs> unless they can get a sitcom <laughs> well, you, and I'm like, you, go for it. i think you hit one of the nails on the head which is i think that part of the resistance to louis 
me putting Louis on is that they feel that what you're talking about hinges on that. And it might go up in smoke, all the progress and the and the change in the cultural mores are going to change. Like, well, well, now Louis going now back on. So, so, I, so I guess right. we just, we were there and then we, we fell back. And I understand that, but I still have to treat Louis fairly. You know what I mean? Like, he, I can't, I can't. Right, there's sort of like systemic justice and then individual justice. And like, how do they come together and conflict? I don't, it's... Wasn't it you who wrote about uh, where some uh, some people were saying, well, I'm happy that these white men, I don't care if they're innocent, I'm happy these yes. white men, yeah. Well, the argument was for a while, and now people have sort of stopped expressing things so bluntly, but if, if, if what it takes to bring down the patriarchy is that a few innocent men go down with the ship, I'm Oof, okay with that. That's horrible. That, to me, is like terrifying logic. Yeah. Absolutely un-American, against individual liberty. I mean, it's the opposite it's of the Constitution. The opposite that we said, let a, let a hundred guilty men go free, not to let one. Well, that's a war mentality. I mean, you know, I mean, a lot of innocent people went down in Hiroshima too, and we seem to feel that that was okay. But that's a. No, no, but no. again, it's like I'm against <laughs> that's the death a, penalty. That's a, that's, Why a am war, I? that's a war mindset, not a. A, a republic mindset. No, it's it's the logic that allowed people to cheer when OJ got off. I mean, this was kind of the same argument. Who cares if if people killed? You know, they've been doing this. To, it's also the same logic that might have led the jury to conclude that the Central Park Five were guilty. Mm -hmm. Well, a million other black guys have done it, so I guess exactly. these black guys. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I, I would. And, and this is this is a terrible. Logic. Well, this is where identity politics comes into this, right? Because if the innocent people that are going down happen to be in this case let's say powerful white men who are in positions of power well that's okay that they're collateral damage because they've benefited from privilege and from systems you know uh, being biased toward them from forever right. and you know this is sort of the comeuppance of the subaltern or the oppressed and the thing is they're not wrong that those people have like have benefited from all these things I'm just deeply uncomfortable with the idea that anyone who is innocent should be smeared as guilty and that that's okay and that you know I just I find it I find it really, really chilling. It's chilling and it's crazy. If, if you go back to first principles, and the first, one first principle being everybody should be judged as an individual, then so much of what we're dealing with now falls apart, including racial issues, you know, this idea of collective guilt. If you're born white, you're somehow, somehow responsible. I don't know why Asians are somehow responsible for what white people have done. But just, but, you know, and I have a lot of conversations. And when I make the point, somebody, listen. Everybody's born innocent and everybody's an individual. Nobody is more responsible for something because they look like that person. They, they kind of stop for a second like, you know, I hadn't thought of that before. Right. I, you, you'd think they would I also that. I also find it telling that like the same week that Louis C.K. did 15 minutes on stage here, we're finding out some of the most horrifying details about rape and molestation and horrific abuse within the Catholic Church. And the Pope, and, like, and the Pope may and be the covering Pope for may it. And the Pope may be knowing about it. Like... Maybe that's a bigger story and so the you thing that we should be talking no, about. Form here, no, though, I wouldn't. And they're, and they're kind of, the left is kind of rallying around the Pope in a subtle way. Because the Pope is, because they love the Pope and yeah. the guy that wrote the letter is a <laughs> more conservative sort of anti-gay. I mean, the whole thing is totally fascinating. This is how, how you know, how people are and how phony they are. Or maybe phony is, is uncharitable, but how little, how unrigorous they are. Unprincipled. Yeah, yeah. And it's just yeah. like a lack of integrity. Yeah, yeah. Now, I, have another, I guess it's kind of the last question you guys want to talk about. What do I do about the case of kind of like the eggshell plaintiff? I get some of the letters I've gotten to be like, listen, I'm, I was a victim of rape. And I feel, 
X, Y, Z about the Louis thing. Now, that's a very tough person to speak to. Yes. And, and part of me wants to say that, that the world can't bend to this. That's a terrible thing in your life. Or do you think the world has to bend and assume that the worst case person could be well, in the audience at any time? Isn't that what we were talking about, warning the audience up front? No, but I'm saying, so, like, I had a conversation with, and I, I was really, I didn't know what to say because, especially in this day and age, you know that if you give somebody a hook, they're going to accuse you of being insensitive and not caring and they're going to get indignant. Um, and I didn't want to appear insensitive. But okay. do, do I have to worry about the fact that a person is a victim of whatever it is? Like, if, it's not just. If, if somebody, Lynn Coplitz has a rape joke, the whole rape routine. Sure. If somebody comes to you and says, I, that offended, I, I was raped. And I, what do I say? Do I have to tell Lynn not to do it? I don't know. It's no, very, that's, but that's why I was, no. that's what I was trying to make my point you, earlier, saying. Sean, can Brittany come on? Yeah. Saying whether or oh, not, yeah. I'm sorry. whether or I'm not it's Louis C.K., any comedy club is a ground for free speech. It's a ground, it's grounds for people saying whatever they want to say. And you cannot bend to that. That that would really upset me. If Is there, there anybody? I'm sorry, what if, if Bill Cosby wants to come in? Do I put him on? Well, he can't. No, he's no. not allowed. You he's said, a criminal. Yeah, he's he's a convicted criminal. What if he gets out? He won't. No, no, no. That's not the point. All right. We're if he about. were to get out, what if he gets out? Is, I think you you would know it would be bad for the club. I mean, he he would not have the same reception that Louis C.K. would have because it's a completely what, different story. I think no. And, I think there are lines. What's the principled reason? Because the he drugged and raped women. Yeah. He didn't. Honestly, like, would you have Harvey? I don't think Harvey Weinstein should ever be able. Like, if we're talking about sort of sentencing guidelines, people that have committed like heinous crimes, I'm not shedding a tear if they're never rehabilitated. I don't think Harvey Weinstein should ever be able to direct or produce movies again if he's guilty of what we think he's guilty of, which is violently raping people. So what if what if Bill Cosby were not rich and fame rich, same story, but he's not rich and he gets out? Should nobody ever hire him? Should he become a ward of the state? What's the, I what's think, the, what's I the think limiting his, principle there? I think his uh, lack of moral integrity would just speak for itself, and people wouldn't be interested no, in his not, opinion. You're my point. No, no, my point is I'm fine with Bill Cosby if he gets out theoretically, or Harvey Weinstein. He can get a job at Walmart or McDonald's. What if Walmart? He doesn't need to be a celebrity at the at you know and be fair enough. But say, what if Walmart knows what he did? Should is it because I think they'd come after Walmart too? I think technically, are you? Well, no, hold on. No, you go ahead. ahead, I don't have to answer. Okay, go ahead. I think technically we're saying should he be allowed to work here? Bill Cosby work at the comedy cellar. You're saying if he got out. That was the question. That was you, what you asked me. The question was, I understood. The answer was he shouldn't work here. And I'm saying, okay, if he shouldn't work here, where else should he not be able to work? And I was, you know, assuming he doesn't have money, he gets out of prison, has to make a living. If I, if, if, if I find out a guy who did what Bill Cosby did is out of prison and he's a bartender, would I go to the owner of the bar and say, how could you have this guy working here? You and might. Then, you might. And then the end is, I guess he goes on welfare, right? Like, or, or he has to lie about what it is. But I'm so sorry, there's a difference between a career like comedy or like, a career where it's really a, like there's personal glory here versus a job that allows you to, to make earn money. a living right. and not okay. be on I, the street. I agree with you, just for the record, but I do think that people would come after Walmart too. I just don't want to take up to Brittany. Uh, yeah. I, I think they would say it's not okay for Walmart too. And, and I also Hi. think that 
there is something to be said. Of course, it'd be terrible for business, so I would find a way not to do it. But there is something to be said that when you, you know, if, if people want to buy tickets to you and... No, you no, um, no. People want to buy tickets for all kinds of things. People would buy tickets to see someone having sex with a dog. It doesn't mean we should sell tickets to that. Okay, so what if Mike Tyson wants to go on stage after he gets out of prison for raping somebody? If he's... Nobody cared. Why? So, so I, why I did nobody care? I don't know why nobody cared. Yeah, that's cared. the problem too. Is it's like double standards. So, so you're going to tell me? Oh. Oh, yeah, but Mike Tyson only did this, but Bill Cosby. Well, did. Yeah, we kind of pick mean, and choose. Yeah. We've, had, we, we've had the Cosby scenario, and nobody cared, and well, he's still touring. Part of the reason is a lot of people don't think he he did anything. Yeah, that's true. We have with us uh, Brittany, the waitress. Hi, Brittany. How are you? Brittany Brittany is a waitress that works here, a waitress in good standing, and she's been here for some years, I guess two years or so. Four. Has it been that long? It's just, I tell you, the time really does fly. And and people don't seem to leave. You know, the funny thing about the comedy cellar, waitresses, either they're gone in a week or they're here for the rest of their lives. Yeah. So I guess you'll be here for a good while. But um, we did want to have one of the uh, female waitstaff on. I think Noam wanted to discuss this notion of a hostile work environment. Now, Louis was here the other night, Louis C.K., were you happy? Did you happen to be here that evening? Um, I wasn't there that night, but I've been here other nights where he was here. Um, Recently, since well, the he came and ate dinner here a few times. Yeah, since, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, he did. I yeah. didn't know that. Yeah. Okay. Yes, he had had. I don't know whether he had the steak or the it's salad, steak. but that's a little relevance to Maybe our conversation. <laughs> but uh, how do you feel about a guy? Well, if, if, for example, you were working downstairs as a wait- waitressing downstairs in the showroom. And Louis was. Do you have any thoughts about Louis working here after all that's transpired? Um, like personally, for me, I personally, don't yes. feel uncomfortable. You know what I mean? Um, I've been here like plenty of times when he was here. I think that there's a fine line of like. I've read a lot of stuff on Twitter lately about the Comedy Cellar and whatever. And like my personal opinion is like, what are we supposed to do? Like. The owner wasn't here. No one wasn't here that night, Sunday night at 11 o'clock. And it's like, how are we to blame kind of thing? You know, I don't feel uncomfortable around. Would you have put him on? I think I would have because it's like at the same time, everyone wants to say like what he did is wrong. And like, yeah, what he did was wrong. I've read all the articles. I was on Twitter last night because it's just like so much stuff. Like someone on Twitter was like, hey, if you want to call the comedy seller, here's their number. That's harassment towards the comedy seller now. You know what I mean? So it's like, as as the other side of it and working here and seeing the behind the scenes of the Louis thing and all the comics that work here, I think it's unfair to put us in a bad spotlight and to say stuff about the comedy seller this, the comedy seller that, you know, boycott the comedy seller. I don't think that's fair. I think that if it's an issue, it's an issue. But at the same time, if he walks in, it's just a split decision. It's not like it's it's up for discussion. If anyone walks in here, um, Dave Chappelle, Chris Rock, I, I mean Kevin Hart, it's just like they go on, and that's been my experience. Is like it's it's not well, a, yes. up, it's up for discussion, but it's also like split of the moment. But Louis, of course, is you know obviously in a different category. But you know, given all, given the controversy around him, the, I, now you speak to the other wait staff. Are you is, is, without mentioning names? Is anybody? uneasy about Louie being here? Honestly, from what I've heard from the whole waitstaff, because we all obviously talk to each other while we're doing our side work, everyone was excited to see him come back and just to, just to see that he's, you know, trying to come back and do his thing. And it's like, it, it takes, it's, it's like, to me, yeah, like, what he did is wrong, okay, but it's also like, why punish him 
you know, forever. I don't know if it should ruin his career. Um, there's been other stories of comics like you guys have just mentioned about Bill Cosby. What Bill Cosby did is a hundred percent different than the whole Louis story. You know, so do you think that Louis should have addressed it? No, not here. No, I do not think he should have addressed it at the comedy cellar. I think it would have been it, it would have been a bigger problem if he came up on stage and said stuff about it. I mm-hmm. think what he did at the time was like he just told his jokes. I read something else on the internet um, how he said a joke that I, I didn't hear from any of the other servers who were down there that night that he said. So I think that was kind of like misunderstood or a lie. Um, I've heard Louis C.K. do jokes a hundred times, you know, like some of these comedians, I know they're set. I'm here so often that I know they're set. And like, I don't think he should have said anything about it because he's just trying to feel things out. Isn't it, isn't it interesting? Like for me, as like, like here I have a bunch of, uh, and, and, by the way, anytime I say to anybody, well, I speak to the female comics or I speak I to my know. waitress, they say, oh, well, they would never tell you anyway. And that kills me because it's just not true. No, no female comic, I think, would hold their tongue, tell me what they thought about Louis working here or not. But isn't it interesting that you guys are all like uh, between, what, 21 and 31 for the mm-hmm. most part, and you're all young women woke and, and liberal and yet if I said listen I speak to my waitresses and they and they think it's okay for Louis to come on they would they would just they wouldn't process it they, they assume that every young woman would be telling me this is terrible now the, there's an old saying that any publicity is good publicity I think it's fair to say that the comedy seller has never had a media blast anything close the one time that was sort of close was when that one night when uh, I think Amy uh, Schumer and uh, Aziz Chris. and Chris Rock all came here, and they, they call that the billion-dollar night, night, night of, of comedy, whatever yeah. they called it in the media. That was a fairly robust but that was, that media was blast. Favorable press. Yes, it was. But in terms of the 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 number of the millions of people that are talking about this, I think this far exceeds that. I would guess. And Noam is now a famous guy, apparently. I mean, you know, fifteen I, minutes of he's infamy. He's got his fifteen minutes anyway. <laughs> but the phrase is. Any publicity is good publicity. I don't think that's absolutely true, but is it true in this case? Do you believe the comedy salad will benefit, will be harmed, or there'll be I, no I, effect either I, way? I, I, I don't know the answer, but I'll tell you this, that the possible upside is not worth the downside risk in my mind. If I could have it not have happened, uh, business, is, I, business is fine and good, and I don't, I don't need this risk. I think at the end of the day, we said this at the table earlier, and I'll, I'll say it, but the, but the, the, the thing is... I said this when the whole thing went down with Louis initially, is that the world doesn't, maybe people want to see Louis C.K. The comedy scene, it, it's going to go on with or without Louis C.K. And that's the, that's the unfortunate thing for him and what happened with this situation. Uh, Barry was going to belittle my, what I just said. So I just feel like you're... To the mic, close to the mic, I if feel, you wouldn't mind. I just feel like you're squishing out on us in like the final hour of this, which is... <laughs> no, I'm not. You are. You are. This whole time you've been saying... Even if you weren't asleep and it wasn't Sunday night at eleven, no, I would. You would have put him on. I would have put him so on after some that. counseling, though. No. After some counseling, no, 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 no. But I would. If, but, but I said, but even, no matter what he said, I would have put on. No, but I'm not squishing out. I'm saying this could, this kind, this level of publicity could have been about anything. It could have been about something that I didn't even have any control over. I'm just I saying. I am certain yeah. that this is only going to help the comedy seller. And the fact is, I, when I was here the other night, just come see a show, Aziz Ansari had been on in the set before. And when people came out, that's all anyone was talking about. Yeah, well, no, so, nobody cared about Aziz. 
Did yeah, they did. did. Nah, not as much. No, I think as most much, women, I think I there are a lot of women who had the inside-outside voice you were talking about before. Yes. Where the inside yes. were like, eh, it's not that big of a deal. I did, outside, not, get a single, I did not get a single complaint about Aziz no, until Lloyd went what I'm saying is that was like yeah. the buzz on the street was like, yeah. oh my God, maybe we're going to see him. Yeah. People are going to come just because they think they might see Louis C.K. I don't think there's a question about that. I, I also worry that just uh, as a person, I, I don't like the... Listen... You know what? I don't know. I, 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 you can't please everybody. I don't want to be seen as a guy who doesn't care about these issues or whatever it is. And uh, I don't know. I, I, I would rather not have to deal with this. But I, but I stand on principle, and I would do it again, putting him on. I'm not trying to squish out. It's just not about. So not, if he comes tonight and wants to go on, no. <laughs> no. No. Yeah, I, I would. I would let him. <laughs> you would. But by you, by but now, if, I think everybody knows that he might c show up, so it wouldn't be quite the ambush that it was the other. I think that right. No, I mean, it, by it, now, it's pretty much common knowledge that Louis might show up. So they're they're forewarned, I think. In but let me pose a question. If, to if you. Louis came in, I would I would say, look, Louis, this has been really hard. For, I would tell him the truth. I mean, we speak man to man. This Did you really talk today? No. Have you spoke? No, you we, haven't we, spoken we, since this we, happened. We don't speak. They're not tight. We're not tight. But anyway, you know, I, I, I've got, we sometimes exchange a very short email. We're, we're not tight. I would say, listen, this has been really hard for us. So if you're going to go on again, what can we do? Let's, let's try to be smart about this, at least to, to mitigate it as, as much as possible. That's what I would say to him. And he's a smart guy. And, and to push him to do a more thoughtful set. Like, I just, I just still can't get over that. What he needs to do is hire some female was. writers and come up with an amazing, amazing set about maybe doing just five minutes at least just on this situation come up with a great set about it well i don't know if louis opened it having people write for him no he's not uh but um oh, we're almost at we are at well, yeah, but i just had one quick oh jeez i forgot we're, what I was we're in double overtime go ahead well, that's okay I, uh, I don't know if she has it what do you think louis reaction <laughs> to all this is louis now knows i think the cat's out of the bag that you personally feel he missed an opportunity by not discussing the issue on stage he also knows, I think, the cat's out of the bag, that you're, you've been made uncomfortable by this whole thing. How do you think that will affect Louis' decision to come back here, if, if, if you think it will affect I, it? I, I don't know, but this is what I think. I've thought about that. Uh, Louis is a very, very thick-skinned guy. And I think he uh, will say to himself that, I, that he understands I was thrown into a position and then I, that I said that I had the right to say what I thought was honest. And in the end, the most important thing I would hope from his point of view is that he stood on principle in my behalf and he continues to, uh, that, I, that I disagree with him about the way he did it. I mean, I, what, what do I have to do? Just say whatever Louis wants to hear? I don't think he expects no, that. No, no, I'm not saying say whatever he wants to hear. I, I'm saying, do you think it will affect no. his decision to come back here? in the coming weeks and, and do another I, set. I don't think it will. I, I don't think he's going to come back in the coming weeks. I think he's going to wait another few months, but I don't, I don't think he's going to hold anything against me. I do don't you, know. Do I, you think he was shocked and taken aback by the reaction? I mean, the whole, the whole set has reminded me once again that the person that I once thought was extremely self-aware is tone-deaf and not at all self-aware, so it's quite possible that he was surprised by it because I I need to stop being surprised by Louis C.K.'s tone deafness. <laughs> that is a very clunky way of saying thing that <laughs> no, I think no. you guys understand. It's, I, it's exactly right. and I, That is the common opinion. Now, the, the story I hear is that it was truly spur of the moment. And what that, does that mean? No, like, that, that, he was, and he was, that he was egged on. By who? I, I don't want to say by who, but I heard, I heard that he might have been egged on. And by friends? 
Yeah, I'll, I'll tell you when we, when we end. But the point is that this is, this is no excuse, but that maybe, I don't know, just one of those things. The, st the stars aligned and he, he went on. Oh my God. I don't, we're, we're going to end. Do you, know, do you know that on the day Louis first got uh, in trouble, I saw this whole issue coming. Most of the arguments that he'll tell you, most of the arguments that we're expressing now, I was going on and on about almost a year ago because I knew that this was going to all, all roads leaded to this day when the comedy seller was going to be held accountable and I would have to decide whether to put Louis C.K. on or not. And it, it's all come true. But anyway, um, hopefully no, we'll we don't have it. to. I hope we don't have to edit out any of this, at least for the, uh, you know, the podcast version. No, only because I'm just going to beep out the name of the, the person who doesn't want to be on. That's it. That's it. Um, all right. So to, to Barry's everlasting uh, I don't, disapproval. You better not cut the part where I said, oh, it's Michelle Wolf who made fun of me. Oh, my God. I think that's a great moment. I want that to be on here. Unfortunately, <laughs> Noam's top priority no, is that. not the podcast. You better keep that it on. Is, it is, Noam's top priority here is to keep the stars happy. The podcast is a, I don't even know if it's second. I mean, it may be a distant fifth. No, it's not, it's not because she's a star. I, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna force anybody. Wait, wait. Listen. No comment or I don't want to answer a question is interpreted as as having meaning. If I put a microphone, somebody says, "What do you think about this?" and they, right. And what's crazy is that in our culture, I won't do this, but in our culture right now, it would be completely kosher for me to get on Twitter and be like, "I'm at a podcast on the Comedy Cellar talking about Louis C.K. and we asked X." very known comedian, very known for her feminist views, what she thought about it and she had nothing to say. And then it could cause a oh, whole... Yeah. You know, I'm never doing that. I'm yeah. just saying that's the world we live in and, and it's someone extremely would call her a feckless you-know-what and it'd be over. And, and also... <laughs> and, and also, just be fair to her, she has plenty to say about it. As a matter of fact... She's not, not obligated to no, say it No, now here. that we're finished, if you want, you probably want to talk to her, she'd be happy to talk to her. I just don't think she'd... You know, she's not obligated to say it here, yeah, however. Yeah. I'm not making an issue of no, it. I'm just saying... Uh, she'll say it in her own Some good. of us get scrutinized she'll constantly for but everything as a woman, that we do. she should. God do, damn it. Do you know who Barry... Do you remember that this, during the Olympics, somebody there's a, was a uh, Asian. I don't want to get the country wrong. What country was she from? Japan. Japan. She's a no. She's from here. Children of immigrants. Yes. And she said she won a gold medal. She said uh, immigrant. What'd you say? I tweeted a line from Hamilton. We're not putting this on. I cannot. Oh, okay. Get then into this let's just drop I'll tell you right show. after. Yeah, okay. Tell me. Thank you very much. Thank Special you. thanks to Barry Weisman wanting to meet for a long time. Yay! And she oh, oh, so great to meet all of you. you I too. underestimated how great she is. Bye. Bye.